Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge, whose mission is to promote cultural growth, economic development, and educational enhancement through the arts and around the 11 parish region we serve. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning is Baton Rouge Ballet Theater's co-artistic director, Molly Buckman, and Kathy and Keith Thibodeau, who are the founders of Ballet Magnificat. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Good morning. Hello. Welcome. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, um... Baton Rouge, Baton Rouge Ballet is opening its season. How many years is this, Molly? For the ballet? Yes. Well, since 1960. Okay. <laughs> so many, many, so this is a, 63. Wow. 63 years. Right. So it opens on October the 29th with two performances of a really special ballet called the Scarlet Chord. And it is a ballet that uh, Kathy and Keith created for Ballet Magnificat, which is an arts organization dedicated to presenting the good news of Jesus Christ to the whole world. So, Kathy, you, how did, guys, how did Ballet Magnificat come about? Well, uh, thank you for having us today. Yeah. We're excited to be with you, and we're looking forward to coming to Baton Rouge again and bringing Scarlet Cord. Uh, Ballet Magnificat, we formed it back in 1986. So we've been around a while, for sure, but not as long as <laughs> y'all have. <laughs> um, but uh, we thank God that he's been faithful and kept us here. Um, I had danced professionally for most of my life, and then it, when I became a Christian and uh, came to know Jesus as my Lord and Savior, he just kind of turned my desires around to to offer my gifts for his glory and so began praying back in the early 80s you know what that would look like and then he slowly began giving the vision for Ballet and um, of course at the time nothing was like this um, but um, he was good and we started very small uh, just touring around the U.S. and 37 years later, we're, we're here. We've uh, God has taken us into uh, about 50 different countries and all across the United States many, many times um, sharing the good news of Jesus. So um, we're very thankful and, and very okay. blessed. So, Keith, I'm going to date myself here. I remember when you started as Little Ricky on the uh, I Love Lucy show back in the day. So how do you get from being an actor to the founder of a ballet company? Uh, it's, a wide, it's, a, it's a long and winding road. <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I started out um, playing professionally, uh, if you could say that, when I was like three years old in uh, Louisiana, starting on trash cans on the backyard of our home. And then I got on a show called the Horace Heights show, which was a big band show back in the 1950s that I played with when I was like four. And, uh, we traveled all over the whole U S and Canada doing that. And then his show ended up in California in Los Angeles. And in Los Angeles, while we were staying in the hiatus time, uh, with Mr. Height, uh, the audition for the Isle of Lucy show came up so I was um, one of about 200 kids at the time to try out for the part. Um, when I went on to the, the studio set, Lucy met me there, and uh, 
she looked at my dad and she said, well, he's cute, but what does he do? And, and Lucy said, well, I mean, my dad said, well, he plays the drums too. And she said, well, there's a set of drums over there. I'll let him go over there and play them. So I went over there and played the drums and all the technicians came around and started gathering around and Sheldon Leonard, the, the, the big producer of the Danny Thomas show, the Andy Griffith show and other shows came over and were enjoying this little kid and we're looking at this little kid playing the drums. Desi, uh, who played Ricky Ricardo, of course, yeah. uh, he came over and started jamming on the uh, on the drums with me, and uh, and then and at one point just stood up and laughed and said, "I think we found little Ricky." <laughs> so I was I was signed to a seven year contract um, with Desi Lou, and uh, was with him till I left California when my mom and dad. Uh, divorced. Um, the last thing I did in California was the Andy Griffith show. I played Opie's best friend, Johnny Paul Jason, I, and I was on about 13 of those episodes as well. So uh, went on to, to play rock music with uh, eventually with David and the Giants, a Mississippi rock band in 1969, and um, played with them until I was born again in 1974. I became a Christian. The Lord did a great work in my life, and um, after that, 1976, I met my beautiful wife here in Jackson at one of David and the Giants' uh, gigs, and uh, we've been married almost 47 years this October 26th, and um, I, at one point, um, uh, David and the Giants became a Christian rock band um, after I witnessed to them about about the Lord, and then we played uh, we were a pioneering Christian band in the 1980s, uh, and then I left in 1989 and um, felt God calling me. Um, by this time, Ballet Magnificat had started in 1986, and so I went on the road with them and then became executive director. I was part of the founding of it, but I'd, I'd had you know another another gig with David and the Giants, so to speak, so I didn't really do it until probably 1990, 1991. And so we've been doing it together as a couple and traveling all over the U.S. and the world for um, many years now. And, and we're, we're honored to be able to be um, coming to, um, to Baton Rouge. Okay, well, we're, we're looking forward to having you come. So tell me a little bit about the Scarlet Chord. What is this ballet about? I mean, did, did you create... Um, Kathy, did you create this ballet, or is this something you've? Um, no, actually, I did not. Uh, we uh, it was choreographed by Yuri Vaborsky, who um, he just retired actually, but he he did a lot of our story ballets uh, since the beginning, and um, he is from the Czech Republic, okay. and uh, grew up in kind of a communist regime. So um, the story is, is actually inspired by the story of Rahab in the Bible. And um, it's just mainly about a, a life, a, a girl who um, has had a hard life. Uh, and then her she meets missionaries and her life is totally changed. Um, yeah, it's kind, of, it's kind of an underground missionary um, story um in soviet union you know under the communist regime and so it's it's that story of of how they got there and uh 
their witness to the, the character Rahab, so to speak, that's part of the Communist Party, and she's rising in the ranks, but then meets this this missionary couple that sort of changes her life. What is it about dance that you think helps tell this this story, maybe in a in a different, approachable manner? You know, it we get, the, the the ballet was set to a lot of um, uh, Russian type type music that was um you know classical type russian um and i think it just it just brings it across i mean there's a scene in there where i don't want to give too much away but there's a scene where there's sort of like an indoctrination scene where they they've all got these these 33 um 33 records you know vinyl records and it's got you know they're, they're just listening to all this propaganda and um, and it's it, it's being you know uh, shown through the dance and through choreography and um, and just just the Russian culture um, is being shown and and the oppression of the Soviet Union during that communist regime um, sort of like the iron-fisted um, hammer that 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 sort of subjugated all religious thought and and uh work you know uh, so that's why they had to be underground mm-hmm. um secretive okay. so and there's a lot of playful parts in it too but uh it's it's very um it's very dramatic very um yeah mm-hmm. what's that one song that they they use for the uh the uh, the harlot scene where it's three it, it's a very, I'm sorry we can't can't recall the music but yeah okay but, so Molly how did you how did Baton Rouge Ballet find out about about this well you know it feels like we've always known about Ballet Magnificat because we followed Kathy Kathy was a beautiful dancer winning silver medals at the in Jackson um, and so we've over the years we've had da- many dancers go to summer intensives there. We've had more than several graduate from Bellhaven College where they have a dance program. So we've known mm-hmm. what beautiful work they've done. Oh, and we they came to Baton Rouge years ago, okay. and we all went to see them. Um, but every year when we're bringing a guest company, you know, we're going to the the reps and the agents in New York and California. We're looking at show, you know, we're looking at all of that. It just hadn't crossed our mind to. Bring Ballet Magnificat to the city until a dancer's parent came and said, Why don't you look at them? And I immediately said, Absolutely. There was, you know, and the board immediately was on board with it because they're a beautiful company. They do beautiful work. Their reputation precedes them. And we couldn't be happier about bringing them. Okay. So, um, you and your friend and cohort in crime, Sharon Matthews, recently announced that you're stepping back from Baton Rouge Ballet Theater yes. and just going to concentrate on the dancers' workshop. Yes, yes. So that couldn't have been an... It may have been an easy decision on some in some respects, but difficult in others. Or possibly an overdue decision. <laughs> I, I don't know. You, you said people were shocked, but... But, you know, we can't do this forever, and it will be 48 years by the time this season is done. And um, they've been wonderful years. We were proud of what we've done. I am eager to not be doing it. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, you know, the the company is in in 
great. We feel like we're leaving something valuable for the for the dancers, for the city. The company's in good shape. Uh, Johnna Cox and Rebecca Acosta will do a wonderful job. We have a great board. We have a great guild. We have a great staff. I think we can be proud of what we're stepping back from. You def- definitely can be proud of what you're stepping Thank back you. from. Thank you. Thank you. So, um... It's, it's about to be nutcracker time. Yes. So how it is nutcracker it is time nut- for us already. Yes. Yeah. All, all, tw- all twelve months are nutcracker. Well, time. at least six of them. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, when is that coming up? Okay, nutcracker is December sixteenth and seventeenth at the River Center Theater. As always, we have two shows on each day. They are at two p.m. and six p.m. We have brilliant guest artists coming in from Colorado Ballet. We have the Baton Rouge Symphony Orchestra playing. We have, for those who have not seen it, we have the Nutcracker as it would be imagined by a little Cajun Louisiana girl. So you will see beautiful bayou scenes. You will see a castle that looks, the Sugar Plum Fairies Castle looks a lot like the old state capital. And if we're going to have snow in in Louisiana, well, we're going to have it on an oak alley. Of course we are. So we have we have tried to create something that uh, really showcases both uh, dance and this beautiful ballet, but also Louisiana. And amazingly, we've been doing it since um, 1992. Wow. <laughs> and it still is extremely popular. So don't wait to get your tickets. Nope, nope. I can't believe it's been that long. <laughs> And How and and doing that. Yes. Well, and we did other Nutcrackers before it. Yeah. So we had ten years of Nutcracker before that. Yeah. This, so this Louisiana specific Nutcracker—that's a long time to be doing that. It is, but well, it is apparently it stands the test of time. It does. Which it is a little unusual to me that I have people that we originally set things on who can now bring their grandchildren to see it, <laughs> but. Um, uh, we're very fortunate that the community has supported it so much and comes back every year. Yeah. So, Keith and Kathy, what is your next project? What are you guys working on next? Um, what are we working on next? <laughs> we, well, I, I'm actually, you know, being from Louisiana, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be honored to be um, in, inducted in Baton Rouge uh, to the Louisiana Music Hall of Fame. Oh, wow. wow. Congratulations. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Um, uh, Mike Shepard, head, who heads that up, had called me and been wanting me to come to Baton Rouge, but it's my home state, and I'm, I was born in Lafayette from the Bro Bridge area. Okay. And um, happy, we're happy to go back. But uh, we are, we're just traveling. We're, we're spending some time with our family. We're going to Phoenix soon to see our daughter and grandson. And then um, we're, I'm, we're going to St. Louis to do a fundraiser uh, for a children's um, organization there, a cancer children's organization. And uh, what else? We, we have Christmas coming company, up. Yes, busy touring the country and also preparing for our Christmas, and which is be very busy. And Keith and I travel several times a year to Brazil. We started a, a school and a company and training program there in Brazil, which we love going. So we 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 still stay on the road. Keith doesn't, I don't think, believes in retirement. So I guess we'll keep going as long as Lord Lord allows us. But we love what we do. So God has been good to us. Okay. Yeah. So um. Is Scarlet Card the only ballet that you guys do, or do, do you do other productions? 
We are doing other productions right now. We have uh, two two companies that really tour. The, it'll be the Vents company that comes to uh, Baton Rouge. Uh, we have another company that's touring a totally different uh, rep. <clears throat> uh, they're doing the story of Moses right now. A piece called Deliver Us. And they're also doing a um, ballet inspired by C.S. Lewis's screw tape letters um, called Stratagem. Um, so right now we're touring two companies touring like three different ballet stories. Mm-hmm. That'll keep you busy. <laughs> it's, it keeps us they busy. Very and, busy. We, and we just got back in April from Israel where we um, performed the hiding place in front of uh, the Russian Holocaust survivors uh, in about five different cities and five different theaters there. And um, it's it's. It's it's like we're just amazed that we were just there in April with all this stuff's going on over there yeah. now, yeah. and uh, we were able to do that and get out, you know, yeah. before and, all this happened. And we read that y'all have performed in forty different co- countries. That you have a, a wing or have had a wing in Brazil with the school and with Bellhaven. They are always busy. Yeah, sounds like it. Sounds like it. So, Molly, tell us how people can get tickets to see the Scarlet Chord and all the details. The e- easiest way is to go to BatonRouseBallet.org. It will tell you how to get tickets and give you a link to get tickets to Manship Theater, which is the only place you can get these tickets. And it will also tell you how you can get our season tickets and tickets to everything that we're doing. Okay. So, BatonRouseBallet.org. Okay. And once again, the Scarlet Chord will be... October 29th? It's October 29th at 2 p.m. and 7 p.m. Two shows. Um, if you want to if you if you want to get tickets at the door, you better come at seven because two PM is selling really well. So, you know, we want everyone to come out and see the, the these are our neighbors. Yeah. These are our neighbors and they're doing something that as I'd said and as they said, travels around the world. Yeah. And Baton Rouge is gonna be really lucky to get this opportunity. Sounds good. Sounds good. Speaking of opportunities, this is the last Sunday for Sunday in the park, which is from two to five at the Shaw Center for the Arts Plaza. Uh, Peyton Falgu and Rue DeFunk with our very own Mike Esnault are going to be performing. So if you're looking for some fun thing to do, the weather should be absolutely amazing. Sounds like a great way to spend a Sunday afternoon. We thank you for joining us this morning for AC23. You can catch replays on Amazon Music, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. Support for this programming comes from Shell, our generous donors and members, to help us continue programming like this please consider joining the Arts Council or becoming a donor. Information can be found on our website, artsbr.org. That's A-R-T-S-B-R dot org. And thank you so much, Kathy and Keith, for joining us. And Molly, you too. We appreciate you. You're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Good to, hear, good to hear you guys. And it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thanks. We'll see you next Sunday.